Some tears through the common years. Ooh, all the while I know you'll be smiling. Your love will guide me through every mile. Cause you're the one that I long to kiss. Baby, you're the one that I really miss. You're the one that I'm dreaming of. Baby, you're the one that I love. So into the 
Welcome to Amateur Radio Roundtable, a show about shortwave ham radio and electronics, and uh, we're glad you're with us tonight. And uh, this show is actually a video show on our YouTube channel, W5KUB, or you can go to our website, W5KUB.com, and you can watch the show there, and you can also uh, join in to a, a, with a live chat room uh, and, and talk directly to us during the show. If you're out there listening on International Shortwave Station, WBCQ on 7490, it's a Thursday afternoon for you, somewhere between 5 and 7 p.m. And uh, we would like to hear from you. Let us know where you are, how you're hearing the station. Just send an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tom at w5kub.com. Um, and as I mentioned, we are on, let's see, I've got a slide here somewhere. We're on WBCQ. There's a picture of their new antenna. Guys, this is this is one of the largest uh, shortwave antennas in North America. Uh, actually, we're not on that antenna. We're on a different antenna. Uh, but that is an antenna at WBCQ there. And you can see the uh, hard line going out there. It looks like, like about a 6-inch hard line going out to the transmitter there. All right, we're on every podcast carrier out there from iNet Radio, Google Play, iTunes, you name it, we're on it. You can download us or just listen to us anytime you want to on there. We would like to hear from you again if you are listening on the podcast. Uh, I saw the other day some statistics. Uh, in the last couple of years, we've had seven, 75,000 downloads of our podcast, so I thought that's pretty good. Uh, let us know. I don't hear too much from the people that do listen to the podcast, but... Again, send us an email, tom at w5kub.com. If you would, join our Facebook group. It's called W5KUB. We've got about 14,000 uh, members in that group. It's a great group to, uh, uh, to uh, join and ask questions and just be a part of. And if you will, right now, you're watching us on uh, YouTube. If you will, hit that subscribe button. Let me see. Let me get the picture going here hit that subscribe button I'm helping you out it should be down in that direction somewhere so please hit the subscribe button and uh, man that we really appreciate that uh, man we've got a lot to talk about uh, a lot to talk about tonight let me just give you a little hint before I go around the room here uh, we put up a GMRS uh, antenna you know in, on our program here for some, for some friends here in town We've been building up a GMRS repeater, and uh, we use a drone. We use a drone, and we have no tower here, but uh, we have some 100-foot trees, and we use the drone and put up a GMRS antenna with half-inch hardline into a 100-foot tree. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, hey, I'm going to talk about this tonight. I got a little short video clip uh, five years ago. It's, it's about a two-minute video clip. Five years ago. This is our anniversary of being swatted. This is when uh, some criminals overseas uh, called in and swatted our show, and we had the FBI, the SWAT team, uh, every agency around here uh, swatted our show and came in my house uh, during the show. We're going to talk about that and have a little fun with that in a minute. We've got some Hamfest announcements. Uh, hey. I don't know if you saw the news or not, but there was a 200-foot uh, commercial broadcast tower. Somebody stole it. What do you think about that? They stole the tower. Okay, going to talk about that. And 
man I've got some stuff that came in here I'm gonna unbox some stuff that that uh, I've ordered and just show it to you and kind of tell you what we're gonna do with it so hey let's let's uh, jump around the room here looks like uh, looks like Brett's up first uh, Brett how you doing tonight oh everything's pretty quiet here in uh, Laramie Wyoming we had about six inches of snow this last week and so it oh, was boy. Uh, mostly I spent spent uh, winter field day and the time after indoors uh, um, just working on equipment so I've been soldering things and uh, you know building things and uh, just generally just generally trying to stay warm well that's all right man uh, we, we got our snow for the year so we're 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 good now I think well, hey, I'm, I'm glad things are working out for you, and you fix to go on a little trip, I think, here soon. I, I, we won't disclose that if it's something we're not supposed to disclose, so I won't say when or where. But, uh, okay, anything else going on here? I know tonight you're going to show us, you got some little uh, things there you want to talk about and show us. We're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, I wanted to show off some, some, of, the, some of the things that have been making my building easier, and so I'll be giving just some short tips on, uh, on that. All right, perfect, man. That's what we uh, like to see there. Uh, what about Glenn? Glenn, you there or are you asleep? Come on in here, Glenn. Oh, <laughs> Come on hey, in. There you go. I got my coffee. I'm good. Oh, you got coffee um, there. Okay. Yeah. First, right. I want to talk about the new 200-foot tower that I got put up Did outside. you Did you just get a new 200-foot <laughs> one? I just got what a new 200-foot tower that's, outside. That's a, yeah. co that's a coincidence, man. I, I'm going to talk yeah, about... Yeah, what a coincidence. Oh gee, well, okay. Yeah, you got the you got the mouse arrow right on my forehead. Well, let me let me change. Let me move it. Hang on a sec. Don't don't move. Don't move. There. Don't move. There, that's better. There, yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's better right there. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. Put put it in that. Wait a minute. Put it in your eye right yeah. there, man. Put it, yeah, right there. Okay. Yeah, I got a gnat in my eye. You know, I need I need some kind of production assistant that kind of yeah. helps with these <laughs> things. You know, I mean, uh, I didn't know it was in your eye. Sorry, sorry uh, about that's that. That's all right. Hey, but, man, uh, I I can tell you're getting excited <laughs> because hamcation. Oh gosh, yes. Hamcation's coming up. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, hamcation is coming up. Um, you know, we had the Jackson Ham Fest last weekend down in Jackson, Mississippi. And that was kind of a warm-up. I got me some good stuff, but um, I was telling on the pre-show, I've got 18 pounds of weight left in my suitcase. So I can win an 18-pound door prize, or, you know, I can buy 18 pounds worth of stuff. Plus, the backpack has room, and it's got unlimited weight. So, you know, I'm going down, and I'm ready to buy. Um, also have... Uh, getting ready got my new all new forum uh prepared uh gonna be doing that friday uh at 215 down there and that's gonna be a lot of fun so yeah i'm it's like i was saying before the show it's almost like christmas you know i get up and, and i go to the airport so i'm like i'm ready to go i'm wired it's time all right well say hello I, we're not going this year I, I want you to say hello to all the cheerleaders on the airplane this, oh god this time. you know uh, i saw katie is on the attendees list yeah katie's going and so uh I'll, katie, I'll be able to run into her katie is supposed to take pictures and see everybody and come back and come on the show and give us a report so uh be sure to remind her when you see her down I there. definitely will oh i'm going to be looking her up hopefully joins yeah. there with her yeah yeah and okay. uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Well, very good. Let's see. Uh, okay. Andy, Andy, Andy had four inches of snow in December, January. Wow. Woo. Yeah. Well, you know, our winter ain't done here yet either. Yeah. 
you, well, know, you, know, you remember we, the time you and I went together on the same flight. They closed oh, the right. airport right after we got on the plane. It's when we left, yeah, when we left Memphis, it snowed here. Yeah, we missed that one. Yeah, yeah. they shut the town down right yeah. after they got rid of us. Well, hopefully uh, this this time the cheerleaders won't get your baggage, and <laughs> and and you won't get their baggage because you're gonna look oh, awful that, funny that would be dressed yeah. dressed in cheerleader costume there. Yeah, know? I'm not sure the world could handle that. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Keep us uh, keep us uh, posted here, and come back with a good report there. I definitely will. Oh, by the way, there yep. was no All American Fives down there in Jackson. You know that's uh, yeah, okay. Well, you know, you know I, I did look. All right, I'm going to find an All American Five. Uh, I'm, I'm going to Russellville Hamfest here in about three weeks. I'm going to look around over there and see. I uh, may have to go with you on that one. Really? Well, uh, you can ride a back seat. Kathy will be in the front. Yeah, that'll be yeah, fine. You know, I mean, you can do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Hey, if you want to do that, I mean, we could probably get you over there. Uh, you, you know, hey, we could do it like the like the Clampets did. You know, we can put a, a rocking chair there on top of the put car. Put a rocking or, chair in the bed. Yeah, I'll be good. Yeah, okay. All right. Or on top. Yeah, I'll be good. All right. Yeah, let's I'll see. wear the cheerleader outfit on the rocking chair in the That's top. true. That's true, man. All right, so, okay, hey, guys, we've just got a bunch of pieces. we got a bunch of different things nice to talk about, just a, a bunch of them, and it's going to stir up some interest. And uh, uh, Hey, one of the things I didn't tell you is I'm not the same person I used to be. I'll tell you what that means in a minute. I don't, I don't know if, I don't that's kind of weird. But anyway, I'm not going to tell you, but you'll, you'll see in a, in a few minutes. Have you been replaced by AI and we never noticed it? How do you know AI? AI. This is, this is AI. This is really not Tom. This is this is AI tonight. You know. All right. So hey guys, um, let's do this. I've got a couple of just short videos. I haven't had time to edit them, uh, but um, I'm gonna put them on here, and I can fast forward or I can stop them or whatever, and uh, show you uh, what we did this past couple days with the GMRS repeater. Now, let me give you a little background again on GMRS repeater. Uh, I have uh, friends here from, uh, some friends from church that wanted to have this to talk to their families. And they looked at a ham license, but you know, a ham license is not the, the fix for everybody. They wanted to be able to talk to everybody in their family. Of course, a ham license, everybody in the family have to get a ham license. They're, they're not going to do it. Relatives and everybody like that. So, decided that GMRS was probably the best fit for them because the GMRS is very similar to ham radio. It's up in the 462 megahertz band or uh, frequency, just like uh, our ham repeaters are in a 440 uh, meg uh, band. So uh, you should see about the same coverage. Now we know handy talking a handy talkie range is not great. On it, on it. I mean, I'm, t I'm telling them that, you know, you're not going to talk 25 miles, handy talking to handy talking. And, you know, the thing gets me, it used to, I think they're getting better on their, their advertisements, but you, you, you go into Walmart and you buy one of these bubble wrap radios, the F FRS radio or, or, uh, uh, GMRS radio. And it says long range, 30 miles. Well, you're lucky. You're lucky if that thing would do 2,000 yards. To t t well, hey, 2,000 yards—that's more than—that's more than a mile. You're lucky if it would do a thousand yards. So you know, uh, 
handy talking, handy talking. You're not going to talk to your son at his house and both of you inside when he lives 15 miles from you. It just it's not going to work. GMRS can have repeaters. Anybody can put on a GMRS repeater. But there's only five channels that can you put the GMRS repeater on. We put one on one here in, in Carrierville because there is not one here in Carrierville. So I'm just wanting to try to help out the general public here. Uh, it may not work out. Uh, the FCC database shows there are 55 GMRS users here uh, in Carrierville. Um, you know, we don't have any tall buildings here. Uh, so, you know, we're going to just try to do the best we can to see what we can do here. Also, got a friend that bought uh, some uh, GMRS uh, uh, radios. He helped us with the drone. He's, our, he's my drone man. So let me tell you what I meant by, let me, let me tell you guys what I meant by uh, I'm a different person than I used to be. So let me start it off with a joke. First of all, guys, I, uh, I'm not against Bofang radios, okay? So if anybody on here has a Bofang, and I'm sure there are many on here that have a Bofang, you're okay. I'm not bad-mouthing you. I'm not talking bad about you. I've never owned a Bofang myself. I have owned a Wusan and a, I don't know what it is, you know. Oh, I've bought several know, and given what, them away. Whatever, you know, I've never Christmas had a, never had a Bofang. But guys, you know, you probably all have heard the jokes about about a boat. You know, pe people around here are breaking cars. They, they break the windows and they steal stuff. So, so you don't want to leave stuff laying in your car in sight. So here's the joke. Now, again, this is not a, this is just a joke, guys, for all you Balfang guys. I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but okay, you, you do not lay your Bofang in the seat in your car and lock your car up and leave it there, because you know what happens, Glenn. You, you know, don't you? Well, first of all, you leave the car unlocked, you know, so they don't break out a window. But well, yeah. okay, but but I don't oh, think you got the I don't think you got the full story there, and, and you know. Hey, I don't think you got the full story. So look. Oh, I'm not going to ruin your punchline. Okay, okay. All right. So mm -hmm. if you leave your Bofang in the seat and your car's locked up, they're going to break your window out, and you're probably going to leave another Bofang in the seat. Okay. Yeah. So that that's the joke, guys. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feeling. Now, you know, I was talking to my friend, my friend Ed here, who who helped us put the antenna up with the drone. He he's trying to get on a GMRS, and he ordered a couple. Of the new Bofang U5 uh, UV5G Plus radios, it's a pretty nice looking little handy talkie. Two of them for sixty-four dollars. You know, it makes them about thirty bucks a piece. So, so there is a quality issue there. A thirty-dollar UHF VHF radio from China, or a three-hundred-dollar radio from ICOM. I mean, there's a difference. There's also a weight difference if you ever held one. All right, so hey, but hey, back to the break in the window. What I what I suggested to Ed was, Ed, you know, if you really want to get into this, don't 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 lock your car and leave your window up. Leave your window down. Put the bowfang in a seat. Leave your window down, and that way, by the end of the week, you may have 15 or 20 bowfangs in your car. You know, so so that that that's my that's my bowfang uh, jokes, guys. Now. It's not a radio guy, but I want to help him, and I'm playing with GMRS. So, um, 
I'm now a bullfang guy. And uh, I'm now a bullfang guy. So look at this. I'm going to show you what I got here. If I can find a place. I'm running out of places to put stuff. Uh, we'll, do, we'll do a quick. We'll do a quick unboxing here. This just came in about 30 minutes ago. And uh, look at this. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Look at this. Look at this. Woo. You know, I don't know how they do it. It's probably probably slave labor, and I, I'm sorry if they are built by the, that way, but I don't know how they can do it so cheap. But, well, they're uh, taking over the U.S. economy one Baofeng at so, a time. Maybe so. So two Baofengs, or Bofangs, whatever you call them, you know, fairly nice radio. They look pretty solid. They feel good and solid. They've got uh, 1,400 milliamp batteries for them. They, they come with uh, come with a programming cable. Usually you have to buy that separately. Yeah. Uh, and then they come with, uh, oh, these are the USB type charging. So they'll charge with a USB uh, charger. You get two USB chargers. Oh, you get a, oh, you get a ear. I guess that's an ear and a mic set right there uh, for each radio. Oh, and look at this. Each radio comes with two antennas. You get your standard rubber ducky, and you get a you get a long rubber ducky. So you get you get two antennas with um, with hmm. each radio. Nothing and, wrong with that. And at you all. know, and you know, you know, and that is for. 60 about 60 that's 30 bucks yeah. a piece man i can't, mean can't complain you, about that you can't even make your stuff at that, for that price i don't know how they do it man you know i, well, I don't you're know no time, remember back in the 60s and 70s they said the same thing about the japanese transistor radios and, yeah you know, look where we are now so well I, I i tell you back when i was in the 60s when transistors were starting to come out and everything and and, and I tell you, I I think we we got some bad transistors. Oh, stuff. Well, hey, stuff from stuff from Japan was so bad then. Even toy cars were 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 like salmon cans turned inside out and beat with a hammer to make it look exactly. like a car. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but they've come a long ways with quality there in in Japan. Quality is good, uh, I think. So hey, That's tomorrow, what I'm tomorrow I'm gonna he's coming by with his. Both things, bow things, whatever, and uh, I'm gonna help him try to get on the repeater here and uh, see if I can't get him going. And since I've got two here, that'll give me two to play with with the uh, GMRS repeater. Uh, what frequency are those on? Uh, well, the uh, GMRS uh, frequencies are in the 462. Can you read that right there? Is that, is that large enough for you to read? No, I can't read it. They're 462 to 467. Okay. Yeah. Then my, so well, there, there were, there, there's some business radios left up there, but the band's kind of emptied out. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, though, my Yagi up on the roof will probably roll up to there, and I can get me one of those and get on the repeater, too. It is, uh, it, 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 things are really confusing up there. Let me, let me, uh, uh, make this a little larger for you and, uh, see if you can see this now. I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, we can make it out. Can you make it out? So there's like 22 channels, uh -huh. and you got your you got your you got your FRS Family Radio Service, 
which does not require a license. That you can buy those. You don't have to have a license. And they use the exact same channels as GMRS. If you look at this chart, you will oh, yeah. see you'll see channels one through twenty-two. FRS is on all those channels, and your your GMRS is on those channels. But yeah. look, they yeah. run different powers. One through seven channels. Uh, uh, FRS can only run two watts. GMRS can run five watts. Then you get up to the 467 range, you can only run one half watt. And then GMRS is going to run half watt. Then you get up and like into the 15 to uh, 22, two watts again. But then GMRS can run 50 watts. So it's a real mess out there the way the way this is. And the thing is now that the radios are selling are... Um, the radios are selling are usually both FRS and GMRS. And uh, so... I've got a couple, I've got a bunch of these I've had for a long time. These are a little, well, this is just an FRS radio, no GMRS on it. I can talk to my GMRS stuff, but I, I can't put repeater, I can't put the repeater in here. It won't let you. Look at this. Huh. Here's a, and that was a, that was Midland. Here's a, uh, here's one by uh, Bell South. Now, to show you the confusion, I don't know if you can, I'm going to show you a chart on the back of this. You're not going to be able to read it, I don't think. I'll, I'll tell you. So, so here's a here's the deal. If you got this walkie-talkie, channels one through fourteen are the same as other walkie-talkies. But if you got this one, channel fifteen here is channel sixteen here. Channel sixteen here is channel eighteen here. Channel 17 here is channel 20 here. Uh, 18 here is 18 here is channel 17 over here. And channel channel 20 here is channel 15 here. And these are all FMRS radios. That's one of the things you're dealing with. And uh, it, it, it's a little confusing, guys. And Tom, there's, there's another thing that's confusing, which is the channel widths are different for FRS and GMRS. Um, the deviation is smaller on the FRS when it's transmitting on the same channel as GMRS, which means, well, you still hear the other person, but it comes out softer because this is FM. And yeah. so uh, you, actually, you actually have trouble hearing one another, even though you're supposedly able to share the channel. Yeah, so, so you know... A person that buys this in Walmart buys it because it's FRS. FRS shares the same channels. But it will also do GMRS. you got to have a license for GMRS. You don't have to have a license for FRS. So there's probably a lot of people on GMRS just because they bought one of these things and it has both GMRS and FRS. They probably have no idea where they are. I don't even know where they are. But anyway, hey, guys, we built up our Peter, and uh, I'll show it to you. You, you probably saw it. Uh, it's, um, did I have a picture? I think I had a, I've got a picture here somewhere. Here's the duplexer I got out of the attic. Uh, uh, I must not have a good picture of it there. It was tuning the duplexers. That's the back. You can see the repeater. And the repeater above the duplexers there are two 
GMRS mobiles. You can see them up there. Now, I want to say one thing about the Chinese radios. See if you guys have the same experience here. Those two mobile radios I bought are 40-watt mobile radios. That's almost the limit. Well, 50 watts limit. They're 40 watts. They're, they're, they're advertised 40 watts. I get 22 watts out of them. You know, with a proper power supply, a good dummy load, even the antenna, bird watt meter, 22 watts. Okay, now, so it's a little low. Here's a little uh, radiidity, radiidity, radiidity. This is a GMRS radio right here. All right, 25 watt. This is their uh, DB uh, 25G, and the G designates its. Um, GMRS, 25 watt radio. Uh, it gets out. It, it puts out about 14 watts. So the Chinese, I think they're playing little games here. Uh, so I set that first one back because it was only doing 14 watts instead of 25. They sent me another one. It was doing 14 and a half watts instead of 25. And my friends that were trying to get the repeater built up for, he, they bought two of these. And, and instead of 25 watts, both of theirs run somewhere around 14 to 16 watts. So, um, no, that, yeah. no, that's 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 not through the duplexer. That's direct. That's direct to a uh, to a uh, dummy load. Yeah. So now, Tom, uh, read the reviews. The the only one that actually puts out the specified power is Midland. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those the Midland mobile radios they have a 50 watt radio that's really 50 watts but that's what people are saying if you look at the the reviews online everybody says they're underpowered so so you know a a one of the FCC uh restrictions is that a GMRS no uh, an FRS radio cannot have a detachable antenna you can't take the antenna off on a GMRS you you can take the antenna off, you know, put a connector on. Now, I think the FCC also says even even GMRS portable uh, handhelds, you can't take the antenna off. I think they say that. There's so many mixed up rules in the GMRS if you start reading it. Now these uh these Bofangs uh, UV5G plus, they've got. Uh, SMA connectors on them. They will unscrew. So I'll be able to screw an adapter on there and connect it to a watt meter or to an external antenna or, or whatever uh, to see uh, how, uh, how, you know, how, how they work. Uh, those are supposed to be 5-watt handy-talkies. I don't know if they're going to be or not. Um, don't know. But anyway, it's going to be fun to see. So... Um, you know, uh, while we're talking about, like, specs and the power they show and, uh, well, I won't get into it right now. That, that, that'll be a different segment. I've got some other things that came from China, like, uh, you may have seen these um, advertised. Power supplies. Power supplies. You can find thousands of them. Thousands of them on eBay, and uh, you can get any uh, a current rating that you want uh, uh, with them. And uh, this is a 20 amper. Hey, man, when it gets to 10 amps, it starts shutting down. 
Okay, so you know, wattage, 20 watts, 14 watts, 20 amps, 10 amps. I think there's something going on there, you know, that uh, maybe others should be catching on. I don't know. We're seeing it. Okay, hey, so um, we're talking about GMRS. I'm going to show you a quick video here of uh, the drone. Uh, we didn't get a whole lot of video because it was just three of us, and we were all busy trying to hold ropes and, you know, do things. So I do have some video here. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it on here. And um, uh, we'll just we'll just look at it for fun. So let's see. Here we go. Okay. Uh, okay. So this first one. I think this is our first attempt. We made two attempts to uh, get the the line where we wanted it. And uh, believe me, when you when you're looking up under a tree, you can really spot the limb you want. But when you're up above it and you're looking down uh, with the camera, it looks much different. So uh, it's a little bit more difficult. Uh, th I think this was the, one of the one of the attempts right here. Let's there let's look at right. So let's see the counter's counting. Yeah. That that will start it. Yeah. That will okay, it's going to take it a second. Okay, that's right. All right. This All right, is uh, this is Ed. Here's his drone. You're on nationwide YouTube. Yeah. All right, guys. This is Ed, my my friend from many many years ago. He brought his drone over. Ed is certified with uh, certification 495-2 and 1219-7 and all those others, whatever they are. Anyway, uh, we're going to try. On the to line. take this fishing line over the tree and it's going to be about we're going to be flying about probably 120 feet right, you want to get that fishing line so you can keep it off the lower limbs and stuff right. I'm getting a battery error oh, yeah. for some reason it's not taking let me uh, fast forward here here we go That tree uh, tops out at about 100 feet. I've had several of those fall on top of the house, by the way.
Yeah, do we need to get under the limb and look up? So I will uh, fast forward a little here. We have to wait for the airplane to get by. Tell you what, your backyard looks a whole lot different without leaves on those trees. Well, that, that's not my backyard. That's just right on the, the side, end of the house. The ham shack is like right through that wall right there. That's almost the front yard. Uh, we're going to go second tree back. You can see here's the first tree and then second tree back. And those aren't the biggest trees that I've got. It's just those are the ones that are convenient to put the I'm antenna looking, in. I'm, I'm looking at a different angle. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hit it. At an angle. I'm directly on Okay, so. Uh, okay, there it is on this side. All right, so let me get another one here for us real quick. Let's see. I forget which one I just played. Let's see, that was our first attempt. Uh, Here's another video here, and I've got an arrow that shows. Well, actually, you know what? Let me don't play this one yet. Let me let me stop this one. Let me stop that one. Let's go with uh, this one. Let's see what it looks like here. It's gonna look similar. We had to go. We tried two times. We didn't get the. We didn't get it where we wanted it the first time. It's pretty small up here. I can see it. So we uh, we were successful on uh, try two. I'll show you. We, I've got the next one coming up. It's going to show the antenna being or antenna pulled up there. You'll see it. All right. Let me fast forward a little. Okay, so I think we were uh, we were successful on that drop. Um, now I'm going to show you um, 
I think just some camera footage and I have a, I put an arrow an arrow on the video so you can see where the antenna is I painted the antenna the antenna was actually white you know uh, I painted the antenna so it would not be seen uh, from the street uh, I made sure that the paint that we put on it was not any type metallic or anything it did not change the tuning of the antenna in any way uh, let me let me just uh, just tell you real quick about this uh, um, the night before I did go out and paint the antenna and right about the time it was getting dry I, I put the Comet antenna analyzer on it and it read nothing after I put the paint on nothing so I got soap and water and I was able with a lot of scrubbing and and without making blisters on my hand I got all the paint off the antenna I measured it and it still measured nothing well I had the cable on the wrong port on the antenna analyzer I should have had it on the 300 to 500 meg in my mind I was still thinking 220 megs from last week so I had it on the wrong port that's the reason. Once I moved it over, it read perfect again. So I went back out and I repainted it. And as I put the paint on it, I did measure it again, and it didn't change the SWR a bit. So, um, you know, my bad. So here's a here's a picture. If you look very closely now, you're gonna see the antenna up in the tree. Uh, it's hard to see because it's camouflaged. You'll see the hard line come down, and you'll see an arrow pointing at it. So here we go, right here. Let me. Bring it back up. Let me. I don't know if you saw that or not. Could you see an arrow, Glenn? Yeah, I could see the cable I mean, hanging down too. So okay, all right. Yeah. So that's where we uh, that's where it ended up up there. Uh, we're right at about 70 feet. Um, you know, we thought, you know, hey, that's good enough. 80 feet ain't gonna make that much difference. So we're right at 70 70 feet. We're hard line. That hard line uh, again was uh, donated by our, our friend. Um, uh, Rick Tillman and uh, Rick is uh, WA4NVM so uh, we thank Rick for that that saved us a lot of money you know Hardline can run you three and four bucks a foot let's see if I got uh, another uh, something here let's see drone first attempt good take off drone test line I don't know that's probably uh, all the videos we've got here just put a little loop in a fishing line. You know, the drone has a little release where we can drop uh, hand grenades or balloons now we're or, up. or whatever we need to drop. And uh, we just dropped the fishing line I want to drop it. Uh, with it. It's testing the yeah, release we're right good. there. We're good. Okay. So, yeah, okay. We're, we're, we're fine. All right. So, that's kind of uh, where we are. Uh, with the GMRS repeater. Now, I haven't had anybody really to test with at all. Uh, I did 
put a mobile rig in the car, and the GMRS uh, repeater does have uh, a Roger beep turned on right now. So if you kid, you hear it. You hear it beep when it when it comes back to you. Uh, I was able I was able mobile to hit it with on medium power, and listen to the Roger beep come back uh, about six miles out. That's that's all I could get, and uh, of course, I didn't expect uh, much more of that with. Um, you know, with uh, an antenna only 70 feet up. So as we get Ed on tomorrow with his handy talkie tonight, he did get his handy talkies tonight, and Ed is about Ed's about 10 miles from me, and uh, uh, I did call him on repeater. He heard me. It was noisy, but he heard me on the uh, Bofang handy talkie at his house, but but he couldn't get back in it. But I think it's because it wasn't programmed uh, far far repeater. So anyway, that's uh. There we go. Uh, that's kind of the, my story on that, and we're going to stick stick to it. Uh, let's see. Okay. So that kind of uh, covers our GMRS tonight. All right, very good here. Uh, let's do this real quick. Hey, again, tonight is our fifth anniversary from our swatting. Uh, when everybody rushed in here with uh, machine guns and bazookas. And uh, I see my son, Chris, AC5CM, uh, is in the chat room. Chris was actually sitting next to me. Chris was sitting next to me right here when the SWAT team came in. And uh, I didn't know it, but Chris was packing. Chris actually was packing. But uh, we didn't have any problems. There was no shootout. Everybody went fine. I will tell you, they did shoot the streetlights. The police shot the streetlights. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Hey, we'll be right back, and then we're going to have Brett, and Brett's going to uh, talk to us about a couple things. And then we're going to get into the swatting. And, uh, hey, the 200-foot the tower that was uh, stolen, the uh, ham-fest announcements, and uh, just a bunch of other stuff. So everybody just stick with us, and uh, we'll be back. Even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals, this direct sampling software-defined radio has changed the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. The IC7610 has RF direct sampling, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digit select. For more information on ICOM radios, go to www.icomamerica.com slash amateur. Yeah, we're, we're back here. What were you going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, there is. Um, I have a swap to announce as well if we're going to be talking about ham swaps. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so we're back. Brett is here, and uh, Brett has to get out in the snow and patch stuff up all the time and put antennas and wires together. What are you going to tell us tonight, Brett? Well, I'm, I was splicing a lot of wires when I was indoors, and so I want to talk about this product that I've discovered. Some of you might already know about it, but it was new to me. Discovered this on Amazon. It makes it a whole lot easier to splice individual wires. This isn't for coax. This is for uh, just, just for regular wires. What I found, and this is on Amazon, I'll put it over here, um, are these solder and seal connectors. Now, normally it's a real pain in the neck if, if you splice a wire, especially if it's waterproof, to 
twist it together, get it soldered, get some heat shrink over the whole thing and make it waterproof. Uh, but these connectors make it a lot easier and they, they, uh, they, they do the whole job uh, at one time. Um, this, is, uh, this is one of them. I'll see how close I can hold it to the camera and keep it in focus. But what you have here is this little heat shrink tube, which has got, uh, which has got a little blob of solder in the middle of it. And it's a ring of solder so that you can pass a wire all the way through. So what I had to do when I, when I wanted to splice the wire was I took my wires, I twisted them together like this, and then you, all you do is you, so, you slide the solder and seal connector over the end until it sits in the middle. And then you hit it with your heat gun, just like you would hit heat shrink. And the solder is low temperature solder. So it melts at the same temperature that, the, that uh, causes the heat shrink to shrink. And so what you wind up with is a waterproof splice right there. And you only have to hit it with the heat gun once and you don't have to mess around with, you, you don't have to mess around with a separate soldering iron. So I found this really handy when I was trying to splice stuff that was gonna be outdoors and out in the snow. So uh, and it comes in different sizes. The box that I got, um, it's a little, okay, there, now you can, now you can read it. Um, does different sizes of cable with different colors of splices. And it goes all the way down to 26 and all the way up to, all the way up to number 10 wire. So uh, you can get these kits. This kit cost me about $10 on Amazon. You can get it other places too. Uh, you know, there are sellers on eBay who are selling it and, I'm sure, sure, sure. By now, well, a lot, a lot of the the ham radio stores sell it as well. Can you anyway, uh, could, could you use a, a match or a lighter to uh, to do that? If you didn't have, if uh, you were outside and didn't have a heat gun outside, I don't know how well. Uh oh. I think you just froze. What? Can? We, yeah. That would probably that would probably shrink it also because I've used those on heat shrink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so. Uh, the, the other thing which might work, and I haven't tried this one, is I have a battery-powered Milwaukee soldering iron. Yeah. And I've used that sometimes as a heat source. But it'd be tough to do that without burning through the, uh, the heat shrink, so I'd try something else first. I can but remember. anyway, that's just a – oh, go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I was going to say, I can remember back in the 60s working with my uncle in the TV shop. Uh, there was a little gimmick that uh, that was so similar to that. It looked like a little coil, but it was it, it had solder in it or something, and you could stick two wires in it and just heat it up somehow. And uh, I never thought they would really work very well, but this was much more substantial, and it also with the heat shrink, I, I, I think it does a much better job. Yeah, and if you're if you're not confident enough in this, you could always put heat shrink over it, especially the heat shrink with the hot glue inside, which is which really waterproofs things very well and lasts lasts for decades. So, uh, but so so there's a lot you can do. But then again, the nice thing is that you only have to carry one tool, and if you've got uh, you know if you're running power, you don't have to you don't have to mess around with uh, plugging different things in and out. If it's wet, if it's snowy, if you're in a uh, place that's difficult to access. All you need to do is get the heat gun in there and you're done. So that's a short tip. That's, uh, you know, just, just something again that I discovered that might be useful to you if you've got to splice wires. Uh, only thing about this, by the way, is that it doesn't pass. Th this is really for low voltage wires. It isn't legal for, uh, for high voltage electrical. For that, you have to use something that's UL listed. This isn't. All right. Well, that's, that's a, a neat tip there.
we'll call uh hey we'll call this segment brett's tips there you go and uh, each week you need to bring a tip to us oh. what about uh, 12 volts brett will those handle like powering a radio or something uh that's one of the things i used it for yes it certainly cool. will you know, this will this will handle your number ten power wire, which uh, is gonna which which is gonna handle the thirty amps you need to power. Uh, oh, that's you know, to that's pretty big. Transceiver. Yeah. So you okay. so the in that assortment they they go as large as number ten wire. That's pretty big. Yep, it is, and uh, you know it's it's the connect, the joints are solid. You know, you you pr- try to pull on them, and it's like it's like like it wasn't there. It's like the wire was one continuous piece. Yeah. What about for like 120 volts? If you need to splice something, will that work, or is that the UL issue? Well, if it's 120 volts and you care about the electrical code, what you probably should do instead is use some of the push-in or snap-on, like the Wico connectors, and then heat shrink or or and heat shrink over that, or put mastic and yeah. heat shrink over that. Now you know nice down disclaimer. in uh, <laughs> down where Glenn is, you know, where, where they just twist the wires together. Oh, we just twist the wires together. Well, and, and then we, they, they they wrap bubble gum around it. Oh yeah, we don't use tape. Bubble and gum that, that works. works that works pretty good. It, it hardens yeah. and you know it, it's a pretty good insulator. Yeah, you know? it works. But then you got people coming around. They pry that bubble gum off and they chew it again. So I don't know. It, it, it's a little dangerous down there. Yeah, you you do have to worry about that. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, great tip there. Uh, Thank you. You, yeah. you got anything else there, uh, Brett, tonight? That, that's it for tonight. Uh, okay. But, uh, ne- next week, if you want, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll come back with a, uh, with a fun tool that I've discovered, which is really great for terminating coax. Okay. We would love to see that. Love to see it. Yeah, uh, I thought you were going to show us that thing tonight. Darn. Huh, yeah. Well, well, we'll wait till next week. Oh, I, can, right. I can win get it if you want. Well, no, that's we don't okay. Want to, you we said don't it's want from to DX engineering. Yeah, we, we don't want to give them too much tonight. You know, overload yeah, nah. and all that. You know, we'll I'll, do it next I'll week. look for it. We'll this do, you, you'll be back next Tuesday, uh, Glenn. I certainly hope yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, be. I may like it and stay down there. Yeah, yeah. you may still be looking for your uh, uh, suitcase. All right. <laughs> Those uh, cheerleaders are there. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, okay, okay. So, uh, okay, very good. Thank you, uh, Brett. Uh, okay, somebody said, how do you steal a 200-foot tower? Well, there it is right there. Alabama radio station owner reports a 200-foot tower stolen. So, um, less than, uh, you know. It is not stolen. He told me that if I could take it down, I could Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entire 200-foot tower was stolen. That was a WJLX in Jasper posted the news of the theft. Um, it was discovered uh, one early morning, man, by a landscape crew. You know, they came out there to do the landscaping, and uh, the tower was missing, man. You know? <laughs> oh, gee, let's see. The tower site building vandalized. The tower structure completely missing. They cut the guy wires. Yeah, wow. yeah. <clears throat> i tell you what, have you, you know, I put a tower up, and... Uh, the guy wires we used were so strong, you know, a bolt cutter, bolt, uh, you know, heavy, long, yeah. 18-inch bolt cutters would not even cut. No, uh, you got to work that. at that. And uh, I had, I had a friend, he, we, no, we, we cut it with a settling torch. That's how we cut yep. the... I had to hacksaw my guy wire. Yeah, man, mm, that stuff's tough. All yeah, right. Well, fortunately, thieves aren't very smart, and the latest news is that they tried to, re- they, they tried to sell the metal. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when they tried, and when they tried to sell the metal to a scrap dealer, they got caught. Well, I wonder, can you get all that in the back of a pickup? Hmm. They must have had a trailer or something. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they want the copper. You know, a lot of people. That, that want yeah, but it. there's not much copper in a tower. Well, I know, but you know. No, oh, they, they didn't know they that. Didn't, they, they don't know. Thieves, they thieves know. aren't smart. And they this, this is—they—they uh, they probably just took the galvanized tower and figured it was worth something. Yeah, yeah well, there's a, a bill there. WADL case says Jasper's not far from uh, him. There, maybe Bill can be on a lookout there and see if he can't find some of that tower that's missing. Uh, it's probably going to end up on some ham lots somewhere, you know. Well, they got the transmitter and stuff too. Yeah. If you so. see your friends putting a tower up and it's got red and white sections, uh, you probably, you know, you might yeah, want to probably say, need to have a talk with them. Where do you get that? Yeah. Okay, guys. Hey, moving on, moving on. Man. Okay, this is our fifth anniversary. This is our fifth anniversary of our uh, swatting incident. And a lot of people don't know what swatting is. Uh, swatting is where someone calls the police and uh, says something like, uh, I just killed uh, so, uh, X person. And uh, I'm not coming out. You're going to have to come in and get me. And uh, a lot of people actually have actually been killed because of SWAT incidences uh, where things go bad or go wrong. Um, five years ago, in the, in the last weekend of January, last day in January, we were SWATed here. Uh, a call came in which they thought it was disguised. It came in through VPN connections and, and uh, they thought it was untrackable. And it came into the police uh, department and um, said that uh, I had shot Katie Allen in the face with a 12 gauge shotgun. All right. So that started, uh, started every, you know, the, the rolls, the wheels rolling there. So, um, the show had started, 8 o'clock the show had started, and my doorbell rang about 8.05. And, of course, I didn't know who it was, so I, I, I didn't answer the door. Uh, Kathy was here. She answered the door. And I thought, well, it's, uh, it's a neighbor, or it's uh, maybe some ham friends that want to come over, want to sit, watch the show. It was somebody like that. And they never came back. They... Uh, they, you know, 10 minutes passed, 15 minutes passed, and no, they never came back. So I thought, well, they're still talking to Kathy. Well, about, I don't know, about 10 minutes into the show, um, the uh, SWAT team, the police, uh, come back to the door again and talk with Kathy again. First, they asked her if she knew who lived next door. I think that was uh, probably an attempt just to see inside here and see maybe what was going on, see if there was any blood on the floor or, you know, if anything's going on. So they came back, and uh, they grabbed Kathy, and here she is barefooted, and it's, it's January 30th, I think, wintertime, and they take her out to the police car and put her in the back seat of a police car. And, uh, you know, of course, they're not telling her anything yet. If you watch cops or, uh, you know, 
uh, on patrol live you they, they they don't tell you immediately what's going on anyway so they put her in the back of the police car there and uh, as she was going out there she noticed that there were like 17 uh, police cars uh, up and down our street uh, the fire department uh, was down at the end of the street they had the street sealed off and they had the EMT and the ambulances and everything there uh, they were ready to come in and, uh, uh, you know, cl clean up and give first aid to uh, anyone after the police, uh, uh, you know, took care of any problems. So they put her in the car out there. Another policeman was sitting in the car there with her. And then, and then they shot out the street lights. One of the cops beside the cop car shot out the street lights. He wanted it to be dark outside. Now, I didn't hear this. We're doing a show. I just, I didn't hear it. And uh, Kathy said it looked like a cartoon, like, you know, Jungle Gym cartoon or something with you know, everybody swinging by vines. There were, they were, uh, the house was surrounded. There were uh, SWAT guys behind every bush, behind every tree. Uh, they were everywhere. And um, so, she kept asking what you know what what's going on what's going on and uh, uh she said you know he's he's doing his show they said will he come to the door and she said no he's he's doing his show and he says can, can you call him can you call him on a cell phone and she says no uh he probably won't answer the phone because he's he's doing a live show so um so a little time passes and we're doing a show. We've got Martin Jew uh, on here. We got Katie, and Martin Jew, and I Rich, was there. Rich Morrison. Were you there too? You were there. Okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, you, I was and there. You were there. And uh, uh, so we had you guys remotely. And um, uh, so after um, some amount of time, I see people coming down my hallway here. And um, they're dressed in black, and they're carrying, like, AR-15s, M-16s, you know. And uh, they come to the door, and they start, you know, any kind of walking funny, you know, they got one hand on each other's shoulder, single file, you know, they're kind of coming, they're kind of coming down the hall toward the studio, you know. Uh, I said, hello. I said, uh, hi. And they said, are you Tom? And I go, yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, man, what did I do, man? What did I do? When I was in college, I called somebody and asked them if their refrigerator was running. They Sure, they wouldn't get me for that. Uh, I will admit now, I think the statute of limitations run out. In college, I went up into a park there in Russellville, and some of us, we, we actually took some signs, you know, like road signs off the post and took them back to the dorm, but Nah, well, it was the M80s in the post in the mailboxes because mailboxes yeah, are federal property. Yeah, so you know, I think okay, what well, well they got? What well they got on me now, man? You know. So anyway, uh, they said, "Are you Thomas?" I said, "Yeah." They said, "Can you can we talk to you for a minute?" I go, well, "Sure." So I put the show on automatic pilot and let uh, Glenn and Martin and, and Katie continue with the show. Which was not a good idea. And I leave time. the studio. I leave the studio here and go to the other end of the house to talk to to the police. And I didn't realize it, but I had my wireless mic still on, and it was still on during the show. Now the interesting thing is, the wireless mic picks me up good close, 
uh, it, it didn't pick the police up very much at all. You can hear them if you listen closely. You can hear them. And we're going to play the video here in a minute. And if you listen close, you'll hear the police in the background. So, you know, I, they, they realized uh, probably I hadn't killed anybody. There was no blood. Uh, this is probably a bogus call. In, in every SWAT team in the area, all the, all the chiefs, everybody were in downtown Memphis in a big uh, police meeting, and they called them all out of the uh, Germantown, Carrierville, Memphis. Uh, they, they canceled the meeting, and all the chiefs and everybody, everybody was out here. So uh, anyway, so I go and talk to them. They say, well, we, you know, think we had a bogus call and, you know. I said, yeah, I said, we noticed somebody in our chat room and uh, it's causing trouble. And I said, we kicked him out. Um, so there was some troublemakers there. So anyway, uh, I walked I walk back in there. It says, we just want to make sure that uh, uh, Katie is okay. So uh, I walk him back here to the studio. And, and I, by then, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I said, hey, can I get you guys on the show? Can, you know, will you guys get on? And, and it, no, we can't, we can't get on the show. And I said, well, can I, can I tell them what's happening? And, the, and you'll hear them say, well, it, it's your show. You can tell them whatever you want to. But anyway, they, they came in behind the camera. I bring Katie up on the big screen on the, uh, on the wall here. And, I, and uh, they said, oh, we just want to make sure Katie is okay. <laughs> So I say, Katie, say hello, and you'll see. I'm gonna run the video in a minute. You'll see. Uh, Katie says, "Hi, all well out here in uh, you know Wyoming, you know, and, you know." And that was uh, that was pretty much it. And they said, "Okay, that's." He says, "That's good enough for me." Well, then they left. And they, of course, they continued to talk to Kathy. And um, after that, of course, uh, we we got involved with the FBI uh, to help with this. Uh, to give you a little background, they had been looking for these guys for a couple years. Fifty, they told me, fifty-five agencies across the country had been looking for these guys, and uh, we were able back then. We were able to give them uh, a lot of information, IP addresses, uh, off our uh, chat room. Um, uh, you know, usernames, uh, different things, uh, you know, not only coming into the chat room, but also coming into our website, our video site. So there was a, there was a lot of data we, we gave them. And uh, we had a pretty sharp FBI uh, uh, agent here in Memphis. And uh, after some time, uh, he was able, he tracked the guy down and he found him. Uh, and he said the information we gave them actually broke the case. And again, there were 55 agencies been looking for these guys. This guy was in Wales. That's a country across the ocean. He was in Wales. And uh, my FBI agent got to go to Wales. And uh, with the Wales, Welsh, is it Welsh? Police, I guess. Uh, actually got to basically kick the door down. The guy wouldn't unlock his bedroom door. He was in bed. And he kicked the door down, and uh, he said, well, he didn't hear him. The reason he didn't open the door, he didn't hear him. Let me tell you guys, when the FBI is trying to kick your door down, I think you will hear it. But anyway, anyway, so it took about two years for them to make that arrest. And uh, these people, uh, and I don't remember uh, the, the group they were with, uh, but it was a... Uh, supremacist group, I think a white supremacist group, 
and they were actually uh, partially responsible for the uh, that that gay bar or that bar down in Florida about the same time you know they went in there and shot it up so uh, it was some pretty bad people that were doing this now why do they why do they do this uh, why do they do uh, uh, swatting well they just like to see they just like to see the police run in and raid the place and uh, they'll they'll uh, swat a fish tank with live fish in it if they can so um, they were just wanting to see now in our video, you'll never see a policeman. It never got that bad inside the studio. You won't see the policeman. You will hear him if you listen. My audio level is going to be about this high. But if you listen, his audio is going to be pretty low. But you can hear him if you'll listen and pay attention. Uh, uh, Brett's got an article about an arrest this month. Uh, hey, Brett, is that the one where it's a 17-year-old and did a, did a whole bunch of... Uh, did, did a whole bunch of swats lately re recently uh yeah that's uh that's the one it's 17 year old from california yeah. who was arrested after he uh after he was swatting people for hire yeah 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 well and, and, and you know and, and these yeah. people these people i think this guy he, he did it for fun and they will swat people just for a 30 dollar uh a uh, gift card you give me a 30 dollar gift card and i'll swat somebody so there's been cases where cases where SWAT team has gone to a house, maybe gone to the wrong house, and maybe uh, people were uh, not uh, uh, how do I say it um, handicapped or their mind or whatever, and they actually got killed because they didn't follow directions. And uh, anyway, we could have had it would have been cool to have on a show here riot gas canisters coming through the window. And everything if Kathy hadn't been here to open the door they probably would have pulled the door off with uh, some type of deal out there and came in but uh, at least so lucky now I've got the video from that night and uh, anybody can go back right now all the shows recorded you can go back to the last show in January I think it's January 30th uh, 2019 and uh, you can go seven minutes into the show and you'll hear the activity in fact, if you got a, a Siri or whatever those little devices are, you know, in a kitchen table that hooked the internet, you can say, uh, "Take me to uh, Amateur Radio Roundtable, January the 19th, uh, uh, January January 30th, uh, 2019, seven minutes in." And I don't know how the internet does it, uh, Britt, but it, it'll go right there and start playing it, man. You know, it's just it's amazing. So I'm going to show you, I'm going to run you about a three-minute video, maybe less. It's going to show Katie listening. And, and the funny thing is, Katie thought that this was a prank. She, she, they didn't know what was going on, and they kind of thought, what is going on, you know, with this? So watch, watch Katie and, and listen very closely to the police. We kept it pretty much off the show, but uh, this is what happened. And uh, let, me, uh, let me get it... Uh, let me see if I can get it. Okay, here we go. Let's see if I can cue this up. All right. All right, let's see what we got here. Just to, you know, be in a, <laughs> be in a spirit with you guys. So, uh, well, man, two, the, two feet, two feet know, of snow. Yeah, I wore that Fargo hat last week and actually wore it today. I had to go out in the snow, but... 
But that tonight I just wear this hat. This is actually one of my own creations that I made, and um, so I just thought, well, it kind of goes with the sweater I'm wearing, and there I am. Okay, great. Okay, so hey, coming uh, up. let's see uh, what else is going on here. We've got. Uh, let's jump up and say hello to Martin. Now, Martin, I'm here. If y'all gonna put hats on, I'll put mine on too. What a, hang there on you go. Hey, hey, guys, just hang on one second here. What's going on, guys? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I am. Yeah. What's going on? This is our Okay. Hey, I'm going to do the same thing, Rich. said that he had shot your guest on your show tonight in the face with a shotgun at this address. I think you have a crazy fan. We do. Uh, we had somebody in the chat room just trying to cause trouble while ago, and we blocked him. Okay. Yeah, we're live right now. I, I, yeah. Hey, hey. Thanks for coming, guys. But you know, I don't think anything happened. Do you have that girl on the Katie? Or yeah, she's not. Yeah, come. Would y'all mind coming in there? Just being. Uh, well, we can't be on the show. Well, oh, will you come in here? Can we just at least just? Oh, well, look at that live guest. Talking to her. Yeah. yeah, she's on the show right now. She's a Maybe, remote. Uh, Adams or what's her, what was her name? Katie Allen. Kaylee Allen. Yeah. yeah. Just make sure come, come on, come on back a second. Okay. Just, just a sec, guys. I mean, it's so. Is it? Can I just mention you guys are here and? Okay, come on, come on back. Well, we can we can hear them. Yeah, Tom, your your mic is live, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> you guys aren't gonna believe this. You guys aren't gonna believe this, but I've got half the city police department here in the studio. And uh, man, what's that? Is that an M16? What is that an M16 you got there? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I want, I want to do, I want to do that, uh, guys. Anyway, uh, somebody called them and made a threat about the show about shooting somebody. So uh, they're just here to check and make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Are you serious? You can watch. It, you can look right there. Hey, Katie. Uh, Katie, say hello. Yeah. Let me get you on here, Katie. Hang on, Katie. Katie. Uh, Katie, say uh, hello. Katie. Yes, Katie. Clearly not shot. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. They just wanted to make sure everything's okay. Yeah, I will. All is well here in Wyoming. I'll do that. I'll do that. Thank you, guys. I thought I was getting arrested for something. Man. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Wow. That was interesting. So, we got we got first. We got a little troublemaker, I guess, out here on the show somewhere. Chris noticed him earlier. <clears throat> but you know that was all. That was uh, that was okay. The guys got here real fast, didn't they, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So. Uh, Whatever you do, do it for less. So that's my story tonight, guys, and I'm sticking to it. So we just relived uh, five years, five years ago, and uh, uh, I remember it just like it was tonight. Uh, what do you think about that, uh, Brett? Yeah, well, it sounds like uh, you know, sounds like these are the same kind of slaughters that uh, that got apprehended. The one in California, apparently, he didn't just do the mosque; he also did high schools, uh, historically black colleges, um, FBI offices, and FBI agents. Um, he even threatened threatened to bomb the Pentagon, <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> and so they hauled him right in. But but it took them from May of 2023. To track him down and they only got him in january of this year 
Mm-hmm. They did it. They did do it with his IP address. Yeah, and you know these people uh, went through VPNs and all that stuff that's supposed to protect your identity and all that. You know, they go through multiple VPNs through all these uh, third world countries, but you can be traced, guys. I mean, I worked in IT for 30 years. Let me tell you, it, it can be traced. I mean, it. You know, people may not want to share a certain information. It may be hard to get it, but uh, it can be figured out. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I work as an ISP, and I can tell you, you know, you you can you can track you can track things back, and the and uh, the authorities know how to watch the VPN exit points. They can figure out where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, Tom, um, I got to work with those cyber guys from the Memphis FBI, and you're right, they're mm-hmm. very sharp. Worked with them on a particular issue, but uh, I'll tell you about that offline. I don't want to go into detail on what and how, but yeah. They they were tracking them in and out of a a VPN style connection, yeah. and yeah, and you know it it took uh, we 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 didn't even talk about it here on the show for at least I'm, I'm guessing three years. I mean it took yeah. it took that long, and because once they once they found them, then it becomes a legal court case and all that, and you know how exactly. everything gets delayed and you can't really say anything that might mess things up, so. We really uh, maintained, you know, radio silence for almost three years after it happened yeah. there. But uh, that was a, but, that was a, an interesting night there. Yeah, but the FBI does have some really sharp cyber guys. So yeah, thank yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. They do. All right. Well, maybe that won't happen again. Oh, and after that, I, hey, I got to know the police department really well, and I said, now, now look, man. It's Tuesday night. If you get a call, it's Tuesday night, man. If you get a call, don't come, okay? Don't come. Oh man. All right. Hey, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about some ham fest coming up here real soon. Uh, Glenn, he's already mentioned uh, Orlando's coming up next weekend. That's the next one. Next weekend, he'll be there, and Katie will be there. Hopefully, yeah. Katie will be back on the show with us so maybe the week or two after to give us a report of what's going yeah. on there. Between me and Katie, yeah. we'll get you some video. Yeah. And if yeah. you are there, I'm doing an all-new Arduino forum at 2.15 on Friday. So be sure and uh, come there and say hi at the very least. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, and then well, I guess the next one after that will be the um, uh, Hamvention in Xenia. That's that's in uh, Xenia in May. In May, yeah. I I I I have stopped going to that one. Uh, I didn't go last year, <clears throat> guys. I I uh, <clears throat> I've been going to uh, uh, Hamvention for thir- 40, 40 straight years, and you know, after forty years, I've seen everything up there. It's just on different tables now. Pretty you know, much. When I go, uh, I was still I, if it was closer, I would go, but. Uh, yeah. When we were doing the webcast, uh, it, I would easily spend three to four thousand uh, dollars per trip just to do the webcast, and I I wouldn't get to see anything. You know, we worked the whole time and did interviews exactly. and behind the camera. I never got to see anything, and we did we we did the webcast for like twenty years, mm-hmm. and um, I used to like the the flea market area, not the new stuff, but the flea market. That was my favorite place. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you remember that year, the first year at Xenia, it rained, and 
I showed up at your booth and I mean, I was knee deep in mud. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> I was uh, going to see that flea market. I remember, uh, I think Jill, she was pulling out of there, man. Her car was moving. Her car was moving. She was pulling out. And then somebody cut her off and she had to stop. That was the end of that. And once she stopped, that was the end of it, boy. She couldn't get moving no more, man. And those records, yeah. I don't know what the records, they, what, you had a thousand cars out there. What's the record? Oh, they were get? all maybe, stuck. Yeah, they maybe, were, the RVs were all stuck. 40 bucks a car times a thousand. I don't but, know, you know, man. give them credit. The next year, they had that issue fairly well resolved. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. So, yeah. Oh, uh, Don. <coughs> was that Papa the, the Arena? Oh, I'm sorry. Was well, that Harrow Arena or was that Xenia? That was Xenia. Yeah, that was the first year out in the racetrack area. Uh, yeah. yeah. Papa Doc wants to know how long it was before yeah. you got your streetlights replaced. You know, uh, I don't know. We had we called them, I think, uh, and reported it out. Uh, probably a, probably at least two or three weeks. And you know what? My neighbor, that that light was right. See, that, that light was right there at his driveway between his house and my house. And... All these police cars are out there shooting the street lights out, running around everywhere, swinging like George the Jungle. And I, the next morning, I went over and told him. He says, "Oh, you're lying. There wasn't nobody out there." <laughs> yeah. He was watching a football game. He was watching a football <laughs> exactly. game. He said, "No, nah, nobody, nobody was out there." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, while we're on the subject of Xenia, uh, I will also be doing uh, an Arduino forum in Xenia this year as well. So if you missed the one in Orlando, be sure, and they, they promised me I'll be in a bigger forum room this year because last year uh, they actually had to turn people away because the room was so crowded. So uh, this year they promised me a bigger room. I don't have a day or time yet, but I will mm -hmm. be doing one in Xenia as well. All right. Uh, in three oh, weeks. Yeah, in, in three, I'm sorry. In three weeks, we've got, uh, we've got uh, this one coming up. This is the uh, Arkansas River Valley Ham Fest. It's, it's going to be at Dardanelle, uh, which is outside of Russellville, Arkansas. That's where I went to college. Uh, I'm really excited about going back over there uh, to uh, to visit, and uh, uh, we'll be going over there. It's it's about a four hour drive from here, so it's not that far. It's 200 miles over there. Uh, yeah, I think is, I'm going to be going yeah. either with you or driving over yeah. there as well. And I don't know, uh, Glenn, I don't know if you know uh, uh, Walter, uh, my friend Walter. Was oh, yeah, I remember Anyway, Walter. Walter moved from here. He moved to Mount, 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 whatever it's Oh, Arkansas. Maumel, Arkansas. Maumel. Yeah. He moved to Maumel uh, about a month ago. And uh, he's going to come over to uh, the Hamfest and see us. Yeah, I miss so seeing him. He'll, so, yeah, uh, that'd he'll, be good. He'll be there, too. So this is going to be, uh, uh, you know, a, a small but... It'd be a, it'd be a good hand. Yeah, the small ones got different junk on the yeah, tables. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, now, Brent, then, I think then, you had a ham fest you were going to talk about. Yeah, we he he can do it. Just a minute. let me get the next one right. Okay. At, that's uh, March the seventh, and then the thirteenth of no, March. No, it's March the second. Oh, I mean March the second, and then the third. I think it's the thirteenth. We've got one here, the, the West Tennessee Ham Fest, which is that's March sixteenth. That's going to be uh, uh, in uh, Trenton, which is just north of Jackson, uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, I'm going so, to be going to that one for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to be a small one too, but it'll be it'll be nice. It's it's a, a close drive here. Yeah, I mean it's only like an hour and a half ride. Yeah, 
And while I'm looking here, I see a picture here I'm, I couldn't find a while ago. There's the uh, there's the little repeater we built up for the GMRS that used two mobile there you go. two mobile radios, and there's a duplexer uh, in the bottom. All right, so you got you get some uh, uh, ham fest there, uh, Brett. Did you wanted to mention? Oh yeah, and I've I've got if I I could do a screen share if you want to get fancy. Okay, business. sure. Let's tell sure. you about it also. Let's sure. see. Uh, we can do that. Uh, screen, screen share. share. Let's see. Do I go into security or screen? Oh, that I, I go don't under know. security. I had to go under security to do the screen share. There you go. Okay, you should be able to do it now. Okay, now I can do this. Here we are. Okay, let's see. Here we are. Okay, this is the uh, the me... Rocky Mountain Swap Fest, and that's coming up the weekend after Hamcation. Uh, that's going to be on Sunday, February the 18th, and that's going to be at the Adam County Fairgrounds, um, which are just a little bit, which, which are near the Denver International Airport, uh, a little bit north and a little bit east of Denver. And the thing I like about this one is that they tend to have a really, really big flea market and all sorts of stuff. A lot of antennas, if you're looking to, if you're looking for a big antenna um, and just a whole bunch of other stuff and a raffle. And uh, it's, uh, this is a good one to go to if you're in this area and in the, especially if you aren't able to make it all the way to Orlando. Okay. And then uh, KN4FRK is saying we got the Birmingham uh, Ham Fest, uh, March 15th and 16th over in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. How long does it take to get to Birmingham? Is that like a six About, hour? No, it's three hours. Really? Yeah. Now that they got 78 as right? a highway going all the way through, it's like three hours to Birmingham. Man, I already go to Birmingham. Okay. And yeah. hey, Chris is reminding us, hey, the Houston Ham Fest. Neat Ham Fest. Chris is kind of helping him out a little bit there. He's down in Houston. That's March the 1st and 2nd. Rosenberg, Texas. Houston Ham Fest. Man, there's a bunch of them here. Look. And yeah, then, Papa then, Doc's got the Dalton, Georgia, the fourth Saturday of February. I gee. was hoping to go this year, but that's just a little bit too soon, and I don't have it planned. So I think I'm going to end up going next year for sure. Now, in uh, 0 RIC is talking about the Hoxie, Arkansas. That's really close to us. You and I went. Yeah. You and I went a year or two ago, but yeah. he said the seventeenth. Is it March? Um, I can't oh, be. there it is. Hoxie on the seventeenth. Uh, I'm going to assume that's March. I don't March think 17th. so because you've got the Trenton on the sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yeah, um, that don't seem right. So if the Trenton is on the 16th. oh no, he says February seventeenth. Oh, okay. It's it's coming up quicker then. Okay. That's yeah. That's a little soon for me as well. I'm going to be recovering from Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one more that I've got is the Memphis Free Fest on April the 6th. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Memphis in, Free in Memphis. Fest. And the cool thing about that is the admission is free. Uh, the swap tables are free. And uh, all the proceeds from their uh, raffle uh, go to benefit uh, St. G uh, no, Lee Bonner. It's, uh, Lee Bonner. Lee Bonner. Yeah, Lee Bonner. Well, so guys, I, I don't really... have I don't have them in front of me. I just gave them to Kathy while I go. I bought 150 tickets for Free Fest. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm so, not going to be far behind so you. So we're gonna. I'm, I'm having my uh, my uh, my I don't know what to call her. My assistant stamping yeah. stamping all my tickets there well, for Free Fest. I got to show you. You weren't in Jackson, and guess what happened in Jackson? Wait a minute. Whoa! What happened, man? Did you what did you win? What do you what is it? I won me a gift certificate. 
Oh man, I usually win those, and they yep. expire so before. So you weren't I... there, so they said, "Well, if you're if Tom's not here, we'll have to give oh, it to you." Yeah, yeah. Oh, so man. yep, I won me a, a gift certificate at the Jackson Ham Fest. All right, we got a Toledo Ham Fest coming up. That may that's a little far for me though. The seventeenth. Yeah, March seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Don won an HT at Memphis years ago. Don, you coming yeah. to Memphis uh, this year? You know, Memphis is the Memphis Ham Fest is only like six hours, guys. It starts at nine o'clock Saturday morning, and it's over at three o'clock Saturday right. afternoon. So you know, yeah, it, but it's a fun little Ham Fest, and they much. have a very yeah. good swap area, and it's it's crowded. Yeah. They have a very good turnout. Yeah. So and I enjoy it. That's another one of the ones I enjoy. And uh, I actually won a drone there, what, three years ago thereabouts, just before COVID. I won a, a drone. Yeah, that's, that's cool. So you won a whole bunch of prizes, though, Tom. I don't, I don't remember what I won. I think last year. Oh, last year I won a, uh, a, a, a mobile radio, I think, last year. Yeah. 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 I was trying to, win that, trying to win that, uh, that quiet, I think, like a Honda generator or something. Yeah. Or, and but then, I don't need. Uh, I don't need, it. don't need it now. Yeah. All but, right. Uh, Livonia, Michigan, is also February seventeenth. All right, guys. Power supplies. If you need twenty amps, order a forty amp. Okay. You know. Yeah. Because my twenty amp will barely do ten, and uh, you know, you see these out there on eBay. You you just pick the you pick the uh, current you want, and you. You just, yeah, they're cheap. You know, what do you expect, I guess, for, you know, what do you yeah, expect? Yeah, I bought one of those for my pool cleaner. Yeah. Because uh, it burned up its power supply. And just like you said, uh, I needed to double the amperage because it burned that one up too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, here's another thing. Here's, hey, look at here. Oh, did, I, did I mention this? I, I open, look at here. Look at here, man. What do we got here? Oh, that. that's your... That's my RG four hundred. That's RG four hundred. Got that in the mail. Now, I've, hey, I ordered that to make the uh, collinear antenna. Now, but you know what? This stuff would be hard to make the collinear antenna. That stuff is tough to cut, and and it's 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 uh, silver plated and double and all. That stuff be that stuff be tough. I I probably just use this for something else. I don't know. Hey, I can make a ballon or something out of that, or you know. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful flex. They're what? It's beautiful coax. Yeah, it is. It is. It's expensive. It's expensive. And let's see. I got another. I got a. Oh, you know, little uh, handy talkies. Uh, since I put the GMRS thing on, I, I I had these in the closet. All the batteries were dead uh, on them, so I ordered uh, uh, I ordered some batteries uh, to uh, to go in them. They're chargeable, rechargeable batteries, and uh, man. Uh, well, Looks yeah. like between me and Tom, we keep Amazon in business. I, I tell you, I, I I get stuff all the time, and uh, it's like Christmas. I, I don't know oh, what yeah. I'm getting when I'm getting it. It just exactly. stuff, co stuff comes in every day, you know. And uh, I don't uh, even keep track of what's coming in. I want to be surprised. Man, they got it. There we go. Oh, I got it's got two batteries right there. Let's see what this battery looks like. I think these batteries were like I don't know two for thirteen dollars or something, and uh, kind of. Let me get that out. They spend more on the packaging than they do on the devices. Yeah, it's uh, here we go. It's uh, it looks like 
two, three, four, five, five triple A type cells in in a deal. So it's kind of a little module that will will plug right into the. What's the, the voltage on that? Well, there. Um, it says six volts at a thousand milliamp hours. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did order, guys, we're talking batteries. I did order from China. I had a company over there. You know, I've been, I've, we haven't found any LiPo batteries or anything that will work in the coal for our Pico balloon flights. Uh, I had a company make me some batteries in China, and uh, I had two samples. I got the samples for five bucks a piece, but the shipping was like 75 bucks. Wow. But anyway, uh, they made me some batteries that they almost say they're guaranteed to work at, at the cold temperatures uh, uh, up there. They're a little heavy, though. They weigh about 20, gra uh, 20 grams each. Now, we can fly 20 grams, but, you know, I like to fly light. Our total payload is usually about 7 grams, and this battery alone is 20. So if I put that on there, it's going to be, you know, 27 Plus, I'll probably have to throw a few more solar cells on there to charge them. But uh, we'll see. We'll see uh, how they how they do. Yeah, I mean, it's about time we put another balloon up. You know. I mean, yeah, I've just been uh, kind of putting it off. Uh, oh, I want to do something. I want to do something different. You know, I want to do something different. Uh, well, it, has it, anybody worked the Japanese or heard the the uh, the Japanese uh, station on the moon? No, I haven't. Is that the one that landed upside? Is that the one that's upside yeah. down? It yeah, landed funny. I don't know if it was upside down upside or not, down. but yeah, yeah, it's actually transmitting on the ham bands. Yeah, it's on like four thirty-two or something. I, I have yeah. to listen for that and aim the beams toward the moon one night and tune it in. I, I bet yeah. you. I, 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 hey, maybe for do. the show next week we'll check on that uh, that uh, beacon on the moon, and um, I'll uh, I've got my satellite antennas I can turn toward the moon. So do uh, I, yeah. That'd the, be something to... The 9700 will tune the frequencies, so... Yeah. Yeah. What is That'd the rule three, to do. rule three with buying them? Yeah, uh, Brett, uh, WD8IOL wants to know what your rule of three is regarding those power supplies. Oh, well, rule with power supplies is always buy one that's rated for three times the current you really need. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Because, yeah. because that because of Brett's rule uh Brett, Brett's rule of uh, of electronic diagnosis. Uh you, yeah. uh I probably mentioned it before. If something goes wrong with a piece of electronics, someone tells you that you know they, they need help with it, you just tell them it's the power supply. You'll be right ninety nine percent of the time and they'll right. think you're a genius because you didn't even look at it before you tell yeah. And if you do the rule of three, you'll never have to deal with that failure again. Exactly. All right. Somebody asked me in the chat room, how's the FTA? I think they're referring to the free over-the-air satellite dish that uh, I was using. Uh, you know, it became wintertime. It became cold outside. Uh, so I just kind of put it away for the winter. We'll get it back out this summer and uh, I'll play with it again. Uh, I, I should be able to find all the parts and receiver and everything. and We'll... Uh, We'll get it going. Guys, we, uh, we, we're at the end of our show. We need to go ahead and terminate the video here. And uh, uh, we've got two hours worth here that we'll put on shortwave uh, for our shortwave listeners. So I'll say good night to everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show. And be back with us next week. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And, um, hey, join our Facebook group, W5KUB. 
Yeah, and if you're going to Orlando, be sure and look me up and say That's hi. Right. Say hi to Katie and and yeah, look for Glenn Katie as well. At uh, at at Orlando. All right. Good night, everybody. Okay, we're gonna terminate the show here in just a second. Yeah, we're gonna terminate. Here we go. So you're saying I can ask this cat any question? The cat is connected to the computer. I swear I am just going type in the question. to put foil on the cat and do that for Well, you. I think if you can get a good professional... Uh, I won't have any problem. He is... He's, he's a... He's, he's a hand. Alright. <laughs> you're the man! I've been looking for this for weeks. I found my white coat, so yeah, I can yep. I can do it. All right. 